Got time for a quick story. Oh, the pandemic sure did shut down live performance. You know that. One of the one of the storylines was the lack of live music during the pandemic. It has come back here in the summer of 2021. Pandemic is evolving in some ways, diminishing in some ways, increasing. It's 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 an interesting time. But bands have been getting out and performing. Singers have been getting out and performing. Musicians have been getting out and performing. Night Ranger is one of them. Night Ranger also has a new album out. As of August 6th, they have a new album called ATBPO. Stands for And The Band Played On. And I got to talk to Eric Levy, the current keyboardist in Night Ranger. And when I did this interview in July of 2021, they were getting back on the road. So as you hear this interview with Eric Levy, start by talking about the then nascent touring in 2021 and live shows, getting, as you hear me say, back in the groove, and then talking also about the new album and the band played on. Here you go, my interview with Eric Levy, keyboardist in Night Ranger. We're talking today to Eric Levy of Night Ranger. They got a new album coming out soon. And they are on tour. They've resumed live shows. A lot of artists are beginning their live shows once again, uh, as hopefully the pandemic is wrapping up. And so now it's a little safer now. We can have some live shows, and one in particular, not that far away from where I'm at in, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, down uh, down in the central part of the state, down I-94, is in Wisconsin Dells with the Crystal Grand. That's, as of this taping, is going to be coming up this Sunday, uh, July 11th. I'll start by asking, as I mentioned, getting into the groove of performing how has that been reactivating live shows oh it's it's been like um it's i i have like a i feel like i have a whole like newfound appreciation for it you know for for like it like here i thought before like before the pandemic happened i thought oh you know i'm a, i'm a musician and you know to a certain degree i'm in control of my own destiny and you know but then it's like all of a sudden like bam for like everybody's shows to just go away instantly um so it's it, it's like now now when we go places if we were just out in uh in uh baltimore um uh on uh, sunday and and yeah just driving through and i was having i was having all kinds of memories of like you know di- different venues that i've played in baltimore and washington dc area and, and then getting a chance to to um, go headline the Meriwether Post Pavilion for the M3 Festival with Night Ranger, and, and just re- really like appreciating and feeling grateful for for music coming back is um, yeah, it's, I, I love it more than I can express through words. Obviously, you guys, and we'll get into the album in a little bit, but you guys have been working together, you know, remote, etc. So it, it's not like you you haven't been per, musically engaged, is probably the best way to put it. Um, but when you start getting ready for the rehearsals, getting ready to go, how quickly did that come about to really feel like a tight live band? Oh, I, I mean, just <laughs> there's no... Um, I'm Okay, yeah. On, on, one, on one hand, you take that much time off. And we were fortunate to have, like, very rarely, but here and there, uh, shows that we were playing along the along the way where that I remember doing stuff where they had people socially distanced in pods outside. Mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of creative solutions were going on. But um, 
I'm sorry, I completely lost my train of thought. That's okay. Yeah, on, on getting what? like yeah, getting tight back in, and yeah, and having that advantage of performing a bit, but still, you got long stretches where you can't do anything like you normally would. You figure, okay, it's the summertime. We're gonna go out. You don't have that long stretch of performing. You're getting out of your rhythm. So getting back into that rhythm, what's that like of getting feeling that with the guys you've been working with for several years now in this band? Thank you. Uh, thank you. Right. So, yeah, on, on one hand, it's it's like, um, you know, there's 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 no substitute for just being on a stage together and playing night after night. And it's um, yeah, our, our guitar player, Carrie, talks about it all the time of, of how much he loves doing a longer tour, a bus tour and really getting into the rhythm of it. Um, and, uh, you know, not just because of the uh, quality of life of settling into the tour, but also because of the way the band sounds. And it's, I think it's absolutely true. There's, there's no substitute for just spending that time together. But that being said, um, you know, I've been, I've been in the band now for 10 years and, um, the band has been together since the early eighties. So, um, to a certain degree, when, when all of us get up on stage, it's like our, our bodies remember this to a, to a certain degree. And it, it just kind of happens. And it's, um, (laughs) speaking of things just kind of happening, this is Elliot. Oh, Hi, Elliot. You wave? Hi. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so adorable. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. How old is Elliot? Uh, he's a year and a half. Oh, nice. That is so That is so incredible. It, again, that's the thing. When you when you have a, a, a kid, suddenly you look at, at young kids completely differently. And so now I'm like, so that's what my daughter's going to be like probably in a year and a half now. That, that, that's that's so cool. That's so that's so <laughs> neat. It gets either. We have uh, two two uh, older sisters for this guy. And at, at least so far, the, the girls have been a lot different. Like here he is holding a car in his hand. Like that's. <laughs> It, you seldom see him without without some kind of car or in some kind of car or yeah playing with some kind of car or reaching he's he's totally into it and that's that's something his sisters just you know they, they were more interested in, in dressing dolls up at his age have any, have any of your kids expressed an interest in music yet yeah i'm trying not to i'm trying not to push him when i was uh uh, when I was five years old, my, my mom insisted to my dad that he that he be our music teacher and teach us piano. And um, so, but <laughs> the, the deal that she would make with me was you have to practice a half hour a day or you have to quit. Like it's got to be one or the other. And it's, I, it's, it's like, yeah, sure. Okay. It served me well and it's worked out for me, but, I, but I don't want to push them that hard. I feel like um, you know, if, if, if it's something that they want to do seriously later in life, then, um, hopefully they'll go for it and I'll, I'll just try and show them, show them stuff along the way. But, you know, it's, I, I don't know, maybe one of these kids isn't going to play music at all and just end up taking their creativity somewhere else or who knows? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I don't want to force my ideals on them, but, but that being said, um, yeah, our eldest is eight years old and. I like to uh, I quiz I like to quiz her on like major minor major minor minor chords suspended chords and um, and she's got the natural ear for it like it's she's like that's easy and she can just hear it so it's yeah but plus nowadays with the gig with the gig economy it's like you know 
more than ever, I, I think somebody could have one occupation and still be playing music um, uh, with friends or, uh, uh, you know, for years and years, I've, I've played in bar bands at times with, at times with guys who, who don't want to try and mess with doing it for a living and are happy to just have a, a solid steady job and go do it on the weekend. So yeah, it's, I just, I guess, I guess the long answer to that question is I, I don't want to try and force any, anything on them. I, I want to see how they grow and try and support whatever that is. Yeah. I've, I've been having my, my daughter just like, I'll have her hands just drop on the piano at home just to, just so mm. she get, becomes familiar with it. I don't know if she's going to play. She may have no interest in music, but, but I, I've, I'll, the changing table is the piano bench right now. And so sometimes when that's done, <laughs> because that's where we got space, it's a pretty small space. So that's been adapted. But then every so that's often, fantastic. yeah, like, and right after that's done, that I'll have her stand up and then open up the piano and, and she's just, uh, just looking at stuff right now. I'm like, I don't know if this is working, but start early if, and yeah, if it turns into nothing, so be it. It was just a fun thing to press. And if it turns into something, wow. Even if it's just a distraction so you can get her diaper changed. Exactly. Yeah. Just there's something else. Maybe <laughs> she starts to connect the two like, hey, I get to do this later on. This will be fun. So it's mm. it, you never know how those are going to work out. But that's an absolutely fascinating thing. Uh, speaking of um, reaction to music, how is the crowd, if at all, different in the live shows this year compared to other years now coming out of the pandemic? Wow. I think, um, you know, as, as time goes by, I might have, I might have more perspective on it because so far it's, it's still like, yeah, we're getting out there, um, and, and, pl and playing shows, but it, but in a way it's like, it doesn't feel, it still doesn't feel like the normal, um, you know, like, uh, uh we're, we're still not doing like, like really our, our meet and greet packages for, you know, like it, in the way that we would, it would have been uh, pre pandemic. Um, and it's, it, I, I imagine too, there, there are still people out there who probably want to see live music, but, um, but might be wanting to be cautious. And, and to those people, I would say, you know, by all means, you know, do, do, do what you feel is right. As, as far as when you feel like it's, it's time to get back out there in, in, la in large gatherings. I, I get how, you know, some people could still be freaked out by that. But that being said, um, some of the people who we have seen at these shows are, are just like incredibly enthusiastic and seem overjoyed just to be experiencing a concert, which, yeah, just reinforces how I'm feeling about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. Now, in, this, uh, in the shows you've done, how much new material is in the set list? Uh, well, okay. So yeah, new material, meaning the from, brand new album that we have coming out next month. We're, um, yeah. we've yet to premiere any of those songs at a show, but, but, um, they will be okay. it's no question about it. And I, and I'm excited about it too. I'm psyched. I, I, I still have homework to do <laughs> <laughs> programming. And now that I mention it, um, yeah, I'm really excited, you know, for me, especially coming in, um, uh, being in the band for 10 years now, it's, um, it's the, the, uh, principal members, the three, uh, original members we have, are, have been like really just, uh, so encouraging, um, especially on this album to, um, encouraging me to be creative. Um, and it, and especially with the way that we did this album where we were all, uh, by necessity, we were all recording from home, um, so it's, uh, it was great to get feedback back and forth, but it was also like, um, yeah, it was, it was really a chance to like, okay, 
while I'm not sitting in a studio with people right now and, and have to like, you know, come up with something right away, you know, I actually have time to like think about it and do some sound design. And, um, and from what I've heard too about um, Night Ranger's original keyboard uh, player, Alan Fitzgerald, uh, uh, like liked a similar approach. And I, I think that's why when, a, a, you know, I'm biased uh, playing keyboards for Night Ranger, but uh, to me, uh, Alan Fitzgerald was, was one of the most innovative uh, keyboard programmers in, in rock and roll in his era. Um, he was, he was doing some really interesting things with envelopes and, and samples and yeah, really, um, really great. So it's, I, I felt like I had an opportunity to do that on this album as well. I but, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. I, I guess, to, right. To wrap that up, it's, it's like, um, you know, it's it, in, in a way it's like, I'm a, being a, being a side man who came along 30 years later, um, 35 years later, it's, um, you know, it's uh, most of the repertoire has already been written, been written and it's great. It's great repertoire. And I, and I love playing it live and shows, but it's, you know, when, whenever we do a new song or it's something off a more recent album, that'll, that'll be the one song where it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I actually do have a, I actually came up with, you know, <laughs> came up with something here. So um, yeah, it rewarding experience for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to incorporating the new songs. Uh, I was seeing in the press release to talk about getting stuff going via Zoom. So where where did the idea originate to start working on this, especially during a pandemic? And I mean, there's so many stories of albums that have been worked on that were paused or were ready to be released, and then everything the breaks hit. But to then to do to start doing an album during a pandemic, it's a whole nother thing. And some artists have done that, but that's a different beast. So. Who in the band kind of came up with the idea? Was it kind of a collective realization? How did that process begin? Um, uh, uh, I, I, I was aware. I was aware that, like for us, our, our it felt like a natural cycle um, from our our previous album. I think came out in uh, twenty seventeen, and um, and I love that this band is still so active in in recording studio albums. Um, my first was in 2011 and since then uh well i'll now have put out four studio albums and a, and a live acoustic dvd and a live electric dvd so it's i i love that it's like uh, um the band is really interested in continuing to, to put out new material continue continue doing it um which is uh you know i completely lost my train of thought again I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I don't think you've I slept got, enough last got, night. Between sleep and kids, I understand where you're coming from. I'm kind of in the same boat boat as well. And just that way, like, what was that? But yeah, coming up, the the origination of the idea of the album and, and when, when to do that and come being in the cycle of creating a new album and you're in the fourth album now you've been with the, with a band. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so um, along those lines, uh, the, sh the last show we just played, uh, Jack Blades joked on the microphone um, that everybody's coming out with albums because <laughs> there was nothing else to do in 2020. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and in a way, it's true. It's like, yeah, we 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 all had time to really get into our parts from home. We were all we were all in our home studios, so we we all had an opportunity to 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 do it, and, and we were forced to do it that way. Um, we certainly wouldn't have chose, but um, you know, it's, I, I'm interested what what kind of response we'll get. I, I certainly feel like so great about um, so excited about how this album came out. And it, it took a lot of effort. Um, uh, Jack, Jack Blades really uh, 
I think deserves an MVP. He and uh, Anthony Fox, who uh, did the mixing, it's both of them just did like so. <laughs> I can't even imagine because all of us were sending in our tracks and none of us. Um, I, I remember the day before it was due, and I had been, you know procrastinating or whatever and you know trying to like you know just bust out these last songs oh and of course the the very last song that i got to him right at the deadline was the one that turned out to be break out the <laughs> single <laughs> that was the one that i'm like oh okay i just gotta get something this is gonna be the last thing uh of course of course it worked out <laughs> that way but but uh anthony was joking with me saying um, you know, none of you know what anybody else has played. <laughs> like <laughs> he, had, he had sent me like a, like kind of a basic guideline with, with a guitar stem and a bass stem and drum stem. It, so it's like, I, I could hear the song and basically what was going on. But as far as like new parts that anybody was doing, uh, Anthony was like, yeah, none of you have any idea what, what any of the rest of you are. So it's like, I can't even imagine what it's like. I heard that it, with Jack and, and, and um anthony together it was just like like hours and hours upon days upon days upon weeks of like you know them being patient enough to actually listen to you know i presume they listened to everything i recorded <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe they did um no they they really um i couldn't be happier hearing hearing what they did with it and and, and how it all came out and how it all came together so yeah lot, lots of lots of effort what are the highlights on the album that you can point people to? I mean, obviously, everyone should listen to every song. But are there any particular highlights you're like, okay, when you do get to listen to this on August 6th or whenever people stream it or buy it or whatever, what uh, what do you want to point them towards, if anything? Any particular parts, any lyrics, anything, any the arrangements, anything on the on the new album? Hmm. My first thought is if, if there's like a dark horse sleeper, on the track that that might not be like like exactly sounding like um like like typical night ranger but but still sounding like night ranger is a, a song that kelly sings called tomorrow that i absolutely love and it's it's a, you know, I, I feel like it's it's something something different than than what we've ever done but it, in a great way it's like it's a soulful song and it's a it's a great lyric. It's a great message about, you know, yeah, we, we don't, we don't know where time is going from here, but we're here now. So yeah. Um, uh, th lyrically across the album too, you know, our, our lyric writers are, uh, are our two uh, lead singers. So uh, Jack and Kelly. Um, and I, and I really felt like there was a, there was like a real depth to um, from both of them on um on the lyrics of this album things things that i've never heard them express lyrically before it's yeah there's there's really some depth i'm excited about that too cool what's your favorite track off of this album oh i would have to say um it's a uh, called uh, can't afford a hero mm. and um oh you'd have to You'd, you'd have to get it from jack himself as as to you know really where he was coming from with the lyrics but but to me, it's it's like um, like there's a there's a vulnerability to it at the same time as um, um, a definite strength to it as as well. It's um, yeah, just absolutely beautiful. That's uh, yeah, amazing. Love love that track. I'll yeah, be. let's see that that one tomorrow. But it's um, you know songs. We got some heavier songs on the album. Songs like uh, Monkey and Breakout. Um, 
and uh yeah and and those are fun and then we've got some songs that are uh uh, like really kind of lyrically tell stories, something like dance or lucky man. Um, oh, we've got a shuffle hard to make it easy. It's a shuffle. Um, yeah. Just, uh, uh, you know, uh, to me, I, I think a lot of diversity just out of nice, out of necessity, people coming up with, with stuff on and, and the melting pot of that all coming together in a way that's different um, than anything that's come before. Yeah. It's, I, I hope people are interested in, um, in listening i'm i'm interested in in finding out you know a few years from now okay what are the what are the tracks that um that people are saying that they enjoyed mm-hmm. what uh, made breakout and i'll bring it all home to me he's got the video as well and it was the double shoot and i'll get to the video in just a sec but what what made those two songs and breakout in particular as kind of the lead promoted songs or as we used to common parlance was the lead single but the lead songs uh, off the project mm. I think um, so. Maybe, maybe the, the the biggest the biggest thing I, I think about Breakout that really makes it stand out is is that it it, it was really built off the um, the Brad Gillis guitar riff that comes in, you know, right at the top, just hits you right away. And then um, you know the the way the song progresses. By the time you get to the chorus, you've I I, just, I love the chorus riff that. Uh, um, um, yeah, that uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, that's a, that's a very cool thing. But I, I also want to uh, give a shout out on that track, especially to uh, Anthony Fox, our mixing engineer. Just, but I think his his mix just absolutely crushed it. The the way the mix picture changes, the way it does at the chorus, and then coming out of the chorus, you're back into it. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's brilliant at what he does too. So major props. I mentioned the videos on the. Scrapyard, I believe. Where did the video concept come from, and what was the shoot like for for both songs amongst those um, altered cars, shall I say? Oh, it was. Uh, I'm not sure who came up with the idea. I would. Um, uh, I found out about it. It was like, oh, the Salton Sea. I read an article about that place once. It's like an ecological disaster, right? And they're like, yeah, we're gonna go check out the ecological disaster and it, i i didn't realize what i was in for you know and i've heard of some of the uh, festivals that take place in that area like coachella or burning man but i i've never been to, to either um and uh so getting down there um i think by day two i really started appreciating like um oh like there was there was one moment uh it was when we were almost done the first night we were down there for two days we, we were almost done the first night and uh, we were driving and somebody was like, hey, let's go. Let's get, let's go take a picture by by all those uh, broken TVs. So we all get out and, and we're taking pictures by these uh, by all these broken TVs that are, are arranged in an artistic way. And and after we were finished, this gentleman walked up to us and said, hey, I'm, I'm the one who um, who has provided a lot of these TVs and has done a lot of uh, the artwork here and. Uh, would you be so kind as as to all sign this TV and and I'll make something of that? So it's like that moment in time, this artist decided that he was going to then capture it and make it part of, you know, a, an ever a ever growing part of that exhibit. So th- there was just like creativity in the air around there. Oh. It just art artists everywhere. When we were when we were shooting our video, there were just people, just local people, just like showing up, walking over, just you know, <laughs> sitting on the hill, drinking their beers, listening. It's it, very cool, very cool scene. 
Yeah. Really? The Salton Sea. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I'm going to have to look up some more information about, about that. That's, I mean, at first you're like, okay, this looks like a scrapyard. Did not know there was much more to that. I mean, of course, I've barely been to Southern California in my life, so not that familiar with that, especially not that area of the country. But uh, that's that's fast. the TV thing. It almost seems familiar. familiar. I don't know if that's been in pop culture or not, but it's maybe I've just seen videos with TV stacked on each other. I'm not sure, but that seems like a really interesting bit of artwork that you guys came across. Yeah, for sure. There were, um, yeah, such amazing stuff. We took it, uh, another spot on the, on the first day, we took a picture in front of like a big rocket ship, huh. <laughs> and, but it, and it was like bent in an L. It, this place was incredible. Wow. It, looking back, especially realizing, yeah, just, it just absolutely amazing. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, from what I understand, it was, uh, um, it, it was, uh, like the, the area that people in um, Palm Desert, Palm Beach, it was like their getaway spot was was down at the Salton Sea. Um, and, and unfortunately, there was there was some kind of thing where it was getting its water from some source that then the water got cut off and it, and it ended up just getting super salty. Hmm. And eventually the people just started leaving. And um, so now you get, yeah, like what you see in the Bring It On Home video, which really is just us hanging out with a bunch of broken up abandoned cars <laughs> at an old drive-through drive-in theater <laughs> that was really fun really fun it's it's a, it both of them are good videos i encourage anyone to to check them out and it's also nice to see videos i mean the whole pandemic era video thing that it's going to be like its own era of art but it's also nice to see now cla- the traditional types of music videos everyone in a shoot with film starting to come back where it's safe enough to do that now and the, mm. the artistic backstory and that's pretty fascinating so yes i would encourage anyone watching this watch both videos and uh, see what you can pick out on that so um last question last question before i let you go um mm-hmm. what is there anything new in the set set list right now any songs you're rotating back in anything you've never pl- performed live before anything in the in the live set you're doing right now oh uh not yet <laughs> not yet but um yeah very very shortly it's um with with the addition of uh, i i gotta think we're gonna at least incorporate a couple if not uh eventually more songs on the album the, the american audiences it's it's like it feels like okay we can get away with one you know maybe two if we're pushing it but it you know but at, at the same time, it's it, uh, a lot of the people who come out to the show, it's it's like, you know, you want to be able to like be around people who are enjoying music that, you you know, you all collectively know from your childhood, I think, in a, in a lot of cases. And, and that's really, you know, that's that's the key. That's that's the focus right there. But that being said, when we um, uh, hopefully we're back soon over in Japan, every time we go to Japan with a new album, um, uh, we always end up playing a bunch of songs off the new album, and there's actually uh, demand for it over there. It's like they don't just want to hear us play, <laughs> just hear us play the songs from the '80s. So at, at least by the time, hopefully, we'll be back in Japan and uh, learning more songs at that point. But yeah, I would expect Breakout coming soon. Uh, bring it on home to me, coming soon. We've been we've been um, running them here and there in sound checks, so they're yeah, they're coming along. Good, 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 good. Well, this will be a, a this will be fun to hear you guys more live again down in the Dells. 
uh, coming up on uh, coming up on Sunday, July 11th at the Crystal Grand. Night Ranger on tour and ATBPO and the band played on is what it stands for. August 6th is. May when... I add one more thing on a personal yes. note? I'm yes. sorry, I didn't mean to cut That's you okay. off. Go ahead. Uh, I grew up in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, and I have great childhood memories in the Dells. Ah. Like really great. I I remember um, there's like a Noah's Ark. Is that what it's called? The um, water slide park. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, there's. I think that's. I'm trying to remember the exact name. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Noah's Ark. Of, of course. That mm. is Tommy. Well, what was Tommy Bartlett? I know that shut down because of the pandemic for good. But yeah, that and oh. the ducks and, and yep, I've been on the ducks. Been on the ducks a couple times. I was in a gyro- gyroscope once, like walking down the sidewalk and hopped in one of those, like spinning around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really fun memories being with my family, being with friends at at the Dells. So it's I, I've got a old college roommate who's going to be coming coming out to the show that night. I think. Yeah. So it's um, I'll I'll be feeling sentimental when I'm there. I'm really looking forward to it. Good, good. That that's awesome that you get to. Have the rest of the band members ever been to the Dells before? Yeah, we've played there. Okay, so they they kind they they know what to check out if you get if you get a moment to do that around there. That that <laughs> that's good. Um, you can be the tour guide of the the resident uh, expert. Best thing to know you when someone knows Wisconsin Dells, referring to it as the Dells. I think mm. outside that seems to be a thing, or at least around here in Western Wisconsin, we we just refer to it as Dell. Like Dell's cards will give away, or going down to the Dells. It's almost like we don't even leave put the Wisconsin part of it, and that's definitely a that's definitely an Upper Midwest thing. If you refer to it as the Dells, you know everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's it's kind of the the code sort of thing there. So I'm glad you get the opportunity to do that up coming up on on Sunday. Should be a nice day. Um, Eric Levy of Night Ranger, keyboardist in Night Ranger, with a new album coming out very soon. Thanks for taking time uh, amongst the kids around the keyboards today to chat. Looking forward to the new album. All the best on the upcoming shows and and the uh, reception of the new album. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Great interview there with Eric Levy of Night Ranger. Again, the new album and the band played on out August 6th. New music from... Night Ranger. You can learn more about what they're doing at nightranger.com. Nightranger.com is everything Night Ranger related. Also, find them on a lot of social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and such. You find their music on Spotify. Check it out. All things Night Ranger. And definitely listen to that new album. This has been the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks, as always, to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the facilities to do a lot of these interviews. And you can listen to more of these interviews at greatesthits981.com. And look for interviews at the top of the page right under Features, and you can go to um, our interviews page. You can also go to our YouTube channel and listen to and watch, in some cases, uh, these interviews. Also, thanks to Jody Best. Lisman from Best Bet Promo to, for helping to set up this interview with Eric Levy and Night Ranger. You can subscribe to Got Time for a Quick Story to find out about new episodes when they arrive and also uh, so uh, excuse me, rate the podcast preferably higher that will spread the word around even more about this podcast. Got Time for a Quick Story. I'm Luke Anthony.